Pharmacy Podcast Show, the leading word in pharmacy. You can find all of our episodes at www.pharmacypodcast.com. Hello, this is Courtney Graham. I'm in my last year as a pharmacy student at Wilkes University School of Pharmacy in Northeast Pennsylvania, and you're listening to Pharmacy Podcast. Hey, pharmacy community, this is Todd Geary, the host of the Pharmacy Podcast, and you know, it's time we finally come back to the series that I was very passionate about creating. We haven't done one in some time. This is a Pharmacy Future Leaders segment, and I am excited about interviewing Ms. Courtney Graham, uh, School of Pharmacy, Wilkes University. We are excited to have you aboard today. Courtney, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Todd. So we met at the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association, and not to... Um, uh, you know, let out the rest of the 49 states. Uh, but you and I are obviously partial to Pennsylvania. And I was really um, impressed with kind of your view of the industry at such a young stage in your own career. Um, and I think it's so important that pharmacy students really see the bigger picture. And that is, you know, our pharmacy industry, uh, components of what is our pharmacy industry, the health system side, uh, long-term care, pediatrics, uh, senior care, community. So I love interviewing future pharmacy leaders, uh, pharmacy future leaders in the, in the aspect of really getting an understanding what you hope to accomplish in your career, in your vision, and what, where you think pharmacy needs to go to become innovative and uh, impacting to healthcare services overall and patients. So um what I'd like to ask first is tell us a little bit about yourself, why you wanted to become a pharmacist, and obviously we'd love to hear a little bit on Wilkes University as well. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Courtney. Okay. Well, um, at a young age, actually, I was exposed to the profession of pharmacy. Um, I went with my mom to a local pharmacy in Hughesville, Pennsylvania, in the name of it, Montgomery's Pharmacy. Um, there I saw how caring and needed pharmacists are. Um, it wasn't until years later, though, that I really, I really had a passion for pharmacy, and it really bloomed. Um, I realized during school that uh, pharmacists uh, are an asset to their community um, as trustworthy and accessible healthcare professionals. Community pharmacists, thinking that's what I want to do to really um, understanding and appreciating the responsibilities we have to our patients. That's a, a common thread, I think, I hear in so many people that I've interviewed and talked with, um, pharmacists in national chains, pharmacists that own their own uh, pharmacy, um, consultant pharmacists, and that is they were impacted at some point in their life seeing that you know they gravitated towards healthcare, gravitating towards medicine, and then remember a pharmacist in their own life and, and how that made them feel about being truly cared for. And uh, that resonates throughout so many uh, pharmacists that I've interviewed. So um, I think that's interesting that you're basically saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So let's talk about uh, Wilkes University. Why did you choose uh, the Wilkes University School of Pharmacy? Well, um, I definitely believe they have an excellent pharmacy program. Um, so I 
you know, first thought, wow, what a great pharmacy program, what a great school. Um, They have a very enthusiastic faculty and staff. And I really also enjoyed the size of the school. Um, You have such a sense of community and you're definitely just not a number at Wilkes. You're, You're part of a community working to achieve a goal. So I really enjoy that. You know, there are um, many pharmacy schools throughout the country, and um, it's really interesting. I hear um, many uh, students who uh, have gone to uh, schools within Pennsylvania. There's really a strong tradition, and um, it seems that, you know, I've talked to several uh, Wilkes University School pharmacy students, and you guys are kind of saying the the same thing. So uh, that's great to hear that consistency. Definitely. So let's talk about your future. Um what are you thinking uh, when you look at pharmacy and the industry overall and you see the different pockets of what type of uh, pharmacists and pharmacy professionals that there are? Uh, where are you gravitating towards with regards to uh, what care setting? Well, of course, like I had stated before, why I chose pharmacy, I always gravitate more towards community pharmacy, but I'm starting to have a real interest in non-traditional pharmacy settings. I'm not sure quite what that will entail, Um, but with new and expanding MTM, I see myself staying very involved with that process, Um, and my appy rotation experiences are greatly helping me in this decision-making process. What we're um, learning from many uh, different resources, whether that be um, economic resources, um, some of the PBM data that's obviously constantly coming out. Um, many of the wholesalers' input and data that supports this, and that is the the vertical that is specialty pharmacy, is becoming so intensified by the need for specialty pharmacy services. And you know, many of the prescriptions that are, of course, um, being managed today is all about a specific disease state. So. Uh, with that kind of um, transforming pharmacy, and, and, and if you look at it, uh, Courtney, it almost looks like it's full circle because in the earlier stages of pharmacy within the even the United States healthcare system, that compounding side of pharmacy and the physical mixing and the mortar and pestle, it was all about you know basically creating things from multi ingredients and actually, you know, and it evolved to obviously with technology and automation that it came right from a manufacturer already component and already kind of created and put together. But many of these things are are changing, compounding, specialty, um, you know, nuclear. Where where do you think uh, specialty is going and and personally uh, what interests you under the uh, specialty umbrella? Um, I think that with, um, I think probably two, two separations that we're really seeing. One would be the types of medications, um, coming out. Um, the types of medications that are being developed, uh, we're getting so advanced, um, with how medications are utilized. Um, for one instance, I always think of the Combivent Respimat that came in and replaced the old, um, system of the Combivent. And, um, you really, with 
all of these different forms of medications that are now coming out and how technology is advancing, you really need to be a, an expert of those medications. And um, I think that's very important. And that will be changing the way specialty pharmacy is looked at or with the way pharmacy in general is looked at. I also think that with MTM services um, and how they are expanding, um, that's another route that you're going to almost see, I believe, in the future, all of that in every pharmacy or almost every pharmacy. So I'm very excited for what the future has. Um, I'm not quite sure where I will fit into that, but I know um, being a drug expert and um, being my willingness to change um, will kind of help me fit into wherever I am. Yeah, some of the information that I pay attention to is, you know, the um, the information that comes from multi-sources, whether that be drug topics or pharmacy times or, um, you know, an economic side of things, which is uh, Drug Channels, which is a great blog to follow, um, authored by uh, Dr. Adam Fine. Um, but they said he was writing back in, um, back in March the, about the specialty boom and how independent retail community pharmacies are organizing into collaborative networks to penetrate the specialty market, whether that be Armada Specialty or the uh, Community Specialty Pharmacy Network or the National Association of Specialty Pharmacy. Um, regional and national change are launching specialty at retail programs. Um, private independent specialty pharmacies, they're growing very fast. Uh, there's, um, there's tremendous growth. Um, accreditation is lowering um, many barriers to entry. So uh, in paying attention to this, I've always said to many pharmacy owners who I've had uh, conversations with in order to help them evolve their businesses, and that is to have these multi-care pharmacy entities uh, leading with community, because I think that's where your touch is. You're touching the most of community by being in that community setting, obviously, and then supplementing that business growth and supplementing your continuing education with senior care, and then, of course, choosing that disease state that you're passionate about either based on what you've seen uh, a family member go through or, or a friend or someone that you cared about or, or whatever. And, and, and me, ex an example is my parents are obviously getting older and I see you know, their uh, prescriptions uh, uh, increasing. I'm paying attention to that. So that multi-care setting um, I think is so important for any pharmacist to keep their finger on the pulse of things that are changing um, with regards to your education, how do you stay on top of this stuff? How do you, what do you read outside of obviously your normal studies to really keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening in our pharmacy industry? Um, I think there is um, an abundance of different tools um, one can utilize to stay on top of what's new and upcoming. Um, some of them that I definitely touch on on a re regular basis is things like pharmacist letter. Um, they always have updates, ASHP, APHA, your organizations, Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association. Um, you know, all of those have, you know, updates, whether it's new healthcare um, drugs or medications that are going to come out um, or or new um, legislative issues that um, we're seeing. All of those um, have different resources depending on what topic you're looking for 
or brief descriptions of all of them um, that you can kind of keep up on. um, And it's definitely important to do so with things changing so quickly. I think that's a great lead in for my um, my next question, uh, Courtney, which is, what do you think the biggest challenge is today uh, with regards to our pharmacy industry that trickles down to our actual providers, that is the pharmacists? What's the biggest barrier to um, our um, you know struggle within the healthcare uh, cycle? Uh, the care uh, for our patients has to include a pharmacist, but as we all know, uh, you know that national recognition under CMS um, isn't quite where we need it to be uh, as a pharmacy industry. So, just based on that, what's the greatest challenge to uh, a pharmacy professional today, a pharmacist today? Um, I think, um, you know, just as an overall aspect, um, when you're looking at something like provider status, like you had mentioned, um, you know, we have to, we definitely as pharmacists have the ability um, and have the education and background um, to to do um, certain um, things that would help our patients. Um, however, certain regulations or things like that aren't allowing us to do so. Um, I think one of the biggest challenging challenges is maybe proving ourselves um, to show that we are, you know, adequate um, and we are very uh, capable of providing different um, healthcare aspects to, let's say, community pharmacy. Um, And I think that we're working towards that um, to show, you know, when you're looking at outcomes or certain things, um, people and pharmacists who are advocating for the profession are out there looking to, to do just that, to prove that we are capable individuals who can provide health care, and therefore we need to be, you know, a provider um, and recognize for that. So that will help us move into the future. I think you're absolutely correct. I think uh, understanding what a pharmacist can do in the overall care that's provided to a patient uh, there's lots of um, the, at the consumer level uh, to start out with that they just don't realize that they they think they show up they hand their prescription over they come back uh, 15 minutes or however much time it is to come back they pick up their their drug they're not understanding what's happening behind the scenes and I think that's part of the you know the challenge of the industry overall and where we're all at today, but I think there's a tremendous amount of light and positivity that's coming out of the exercise to become and to uh, obtain that provider status um, with the role of pharmacy. And I think there's legislators out there and I think there's lobbying out there that is going in the absolute right direction, especially, you know, pharmacists being able to immunize our our patients and be able to administer uh, different even a flu shot or, or back to school, um, uh, different immunizations that are taking place. So I think that we're definitely going in the right direction. I just think that we need to have consistency in our backing and um, and basically connect into the right networks um, uh, and, and to constantly keep pharmacy in the face of um, our policy and decision makers, letting them know that we are not only impacting uh, patient and care outcomes, but um, we're part of it, and if we're not involved, uh, it's going to be a more 
expensive and uh, it, it's the outcomes are not going to be there if a pharmacist is not involved. I definitely agree with you. And I agree um, some of these outlets, you know, looking at, let's say, myself as a pharmacy student, um, educating students on advocating for your profession is one of the most important things that's going to lead us positively in our future. I completely agree with you. We uh, are big supporters of the Student Doctor Network. So um, we go on that uh, on the forums, the pharmacy forums, uh, quite often and read through some of the visions of uh, pharmacy, uh, up-and-coming pharmacists and uh, pharmacy future leaders. So we're quite excited um, about, uh, about our future and supporting you. That's great. Great to hear. So, Courtney, I wanted to thank you for coming on the show. Um, thank you for being a pharmacy future leader. We obviously are um, a fan and um, we'll be watching your career. And obviously, I will be um, seeing you at uh, future um, Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association uh, endeavors. Yes, thank you for having me, Todd. You're very welcome. We were on with Courtney Graham. She is a pharmacy future leader with the Wilkes uh, University School of Pharmacy. And we thank you for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.